that tripped out and crazy, everybody. How y'all doing? How you How doing? How y'all doing? Right, right. We back after a week hiatus. Is that the oh, right word? A hiatus is the correct term. And that shit about put me out. It did put me out. I have been on the low, low with the COVID, just laying around, being so lame. Gal. It got me, gal. It got me. Speaking of got me, my taste and smell was never affected. Thank goodness. I'm over here. Got a sonic cranberry peach slurch and that thing has changed my mind about a lot of different shit (laughs) (laughs) i'm all right (laughs) it's so good it is so it is so good um but yeah i haven't really had an appetite with covid it's just made me super tired and like major headaches and fever will like come and go just feeling like you're kind of better and then you get back to feeling like you is stomp dog shit you know, it's you had it. Shit. Yeah, girl. It's so crazy. I feel like I, was, I still got it. <laughs> that's what I was just reading on it. And I was like, damn, man, like I never sleep this much. And I was reading on some stuff about people with like long haul symptoms. And mm-hmm. there's folks that have been feeling fatigued and like issues breathing since they had it. Awful. Like, girl, awful. I pick up one bag of groceries and I'm like, winded. I need a fucking, yeah, winded. Yeah. Damn. You need an inhaler almost, huh? Fucking inhaler. A inhaler. Pro air adver. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Look at, oh my God, I keep bumping the table and the mic. So y'all excuse me. My mind is frazzled. My body is dazzled with this and COVID I bullshit. Why I look like a huge mandarin orange. Is it bronzer? Oh. <laughs> it was bronzer. <laughs> okay. So, um. We I hope touch. you guys enjoyed this bon ass blooper clip, but we were ready to get down back to business. So uh, I my, thought, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was going to say a minor setback for a for major, major comeback. comeback bitch. The wisest word you've ever sent my way. That's the first <laughs> time I heard it. Um, yes. I thought that in the midst of one of the biggest times in history for television, we should get down and dirty and talk about a exquisite show called Euphoria. Euphoria. The top trending show on Twitter three weeks in a row. Euphoria is? Insane. I haven't checked out the Twitterverse, but I've been on a bunch of other shit just checking the memes out. Look at this one. I'm going to show you in the camera. But it says coronavirus if it went to Euphoria High School. <laughs> <laughs> I had to like screenshot that. I'm like, that's so fucking relevant for our topic I today. love it. So I've, I'm... I'm so happy that you started watching it. I yes. got my sister hooked on to watching it. And then um, all we talked about, we just send each other fucking memes, send each other like fucking videos, yes. all this stuff. Because this show is lit. And I feel like we need to talk about it for sure. It is bananas. I watched it off your recommendation, flew through the first season. Now I'm waiting every Sunday, like fiending for the second episode or like second season and their new episodes. But uh Dude, I was recommending it to my clients, but I had to preface it with everybody. And I'm like, you, if you got little offspring running around your crib, make sure them things is out because it the is dirty, control dirty. needs to be on. Girl. Yes, like explicit, but worth the watch. And I love all the memes that the people on the interwebs is coming up with. So as you caught up to... to- Except tonight's episode. Um, I'm waiting on tonight's episode. I watch them every Sunday as soon as they drop right after 90 Day Fiance. If y'all would like for me and Taryn to do a reaction video to this show, comment down below. Yes. I feel like, okay, so mentioning that last night we were texting and some, for some reason, 
and I'm happy he did. Ron always throws on the most random shit on the TV. I love it. So he, he threw on True Life. True Life on MTV, yeah. He played the one, I am a gay porn star, but my family don't know it. And then he did, I'm an adult baby. And when I tell you, I'm fucking shook by this programming. I used to watch that shit all in high school, man. I'm like, what the hell? But ain't it funny? We just mentioned some crazy kinks in the last episode on the toxic episode. And I even said, like, I mentioned dudes wearing those diapers and Mm -hmm. into like those baby Mm -hmm. fetishes. But I want to talk to the women. Or the person that are the ones that are babying the dude. This woman was not impressed. What she took you- a huge bite out of the fucking snack wrap supreme and said, we're going to have to take it down a notch. He was like, well, we might have to get a report. See, she was what, like, are there women out there that want to mother their man or woman? Like, no, that shit ain't sexy for nobody. And mm. I, think, I don't know I about it. Like a fucking tequila sunrise right now. You looking good. You looking like but you got that five o'clock all- glow. I do have a glow. I had to to at least do a glow because in height of this topic, it occurred to me earlier today that I should do a full-blown euphoria reveal. So So my ass goes and takes a shower. I bought nails. I bought hair. (laughs) I bought everything. And when I tell you (laughs) being a painter, it don't work on skin like that with me because my ass. Makeup is hard. Makeup is hard. That is a whole different art. I walked into that fucking room while Ron's playing his game and he said, I said it's an absolute no. It's a no. We'll save it for next time. We'll we'll let this go. So who are you dressed up as? Who was your influence? My influence was probably Maddie. So I saw this thing, speaking of euphoria memes or like just whatever's floating around on the internet, but it was all of the horoscopes and it was which per which euphoria characters you based on your horoscope. Did you see who ours was? It was Cassie, the bitch that was hiding in that bathtub. I was and like, it's accurate. You know what shocked me is how many people are annoyed with Jules. I, I mean, I kind of get it, but I've read a lot of stuff about. She seems to be the, like the least favorite right now. Why do you think I that think is? She's kind of flaky, tbh. I don't think. Okay, if I want to do like a uh, like look into the future of what might happen, I okay. don't think she really loves Rue. Why do you think she's fucking with Rue? I don't know. I don't think she's really all into it. She's just there because she feels like obligated to, to keep Rue sober. Yeah. Or like she could help Ruby sober. But I think once that, all that shit went down season one and she realized like the pressure of her having to keep her happy, she was like, Mm-mm. you can't keep somebody happy. And that is a lot of pressure on somebody that's already like dealing with such heavy stuff on their own. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why you see the real struggle. But I feel like that makes her such a dynamic character. Like, I don't know I why know. people would hate on her. There's nobody on the show that I hate except that Nate dude. I fucking, fucking hate him. I, and I don't like Cal at all. But this last episode, oh, the dad? I mean, in my feels, girl. I, it took me a minute to get that. I was sitting there bamboozled, y'all. Like, just what is happening? And then I was like, who is Cal? And then I said, oh, that's that man's daddy. That's his daddy. And he doing the weird shit. But then it's like that, that weird shit. It makes sense because you're passing down those generational traumas and you really, really see it in that show. Absolutely. I was texting my sister because we text through the whole thing. And I'm like, oh, I gotta stop because I'm missing it. But when we were talking about Cal, she was like, not Cal getting an episode before Lexi. And I was like, I kind of like that they do this, though, because they really let you see why this person acts the way they do. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I live for that because this shit happens often. There yeah. are a million bajillion cows out there. And I'm not judging them, but there are truly, I mean, this shit happens all the time. I feel like we all know those people in your life, just not to that extent, maybe. 
My favorite man, I love Fez and I love his little fucking partner in crime ashtray. Like that Bitch. dude ain't on no bullshit. He I knew when the pistol whipped that man and said, <laughs> do it again. I will, I will pinch you, pervert. The whole time I was watching it, I was like, <gasps> when the season opened with her saying Fez's grandma was a motherfucking G. She was beyond. I already gangster. knew this was gonna be lit. Um, Fez is How my favorite she, character, and Lexi is my absolute favorite character too. I'm curious. I just love to them together. I like the vibe together. I'm curious to see what that's going to turn into. But Fez's grandma, what was her name? Cat. When she so. was swagging in that Cadillac, dude, and she whooped that man with that bowl cut at the donut shop. I have never in my life resonated so much with someone like that. <laughs> She said, that's Saturday for me, bitch. <laughs> a good Saturday. She said, I ain't fucking around. Like, I love nothing not. more than a bad bitch in a suit walking into a, a public establishment with a full revolver. <laughs> <laughs> a revolver. Picture, revolver. And just going ham on him. It wasn't even the hard weenie that shook me. <laughs> it was her blowing his ankles off. Oh, she said she even a kneecaps. I would have been she? out that house. I would have been out. See, I don't understand. Like in those times of panic, I ain't never been in that situation particularly. But when I'm scared, I ain't screaming. Like if I seen a woman in there and she had business on her mind, like she clearly did, and she just she just bossed up and did that. I'm gonna be like up and walk out. Clearly he deserves some shit. And when he for the reason why she busted his shit up, absolutely understand he needed his shit busted up. Putting hands on a little kid. No, no, you ain't gonna black nobody's eye and just think that you're gonna walk away unscathed. No, thank you. Uh-uh. I think also too what makes me love Fez even more is like he's like that in person. Yeah. Like, like he they seems pick, like they, that's they casted him off the street. That's no lie. He is yeah, I feel like I used to buy weed from a dude that was exactly like that. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of had that look. He kind of had that whole look. And vibe. he's boyfriend material. I'm not going to fucking lie to you right now. He's the most attractive <laughs> to me on the show, I think. Fez, because I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure about that little red hair, but when I seen him with that buzz cut, and I feel like I would kick it with him in real life. Like, Okay, you said you weren't sure about the red hair. Why? You got a red hair thing. I know? don't, but then when I seen his head <laughs> shaved, I was like, Oh, see, I think I like gingers that. are probably the most beautiful people I've ever seen. In my life. You think so? I just yeah. like his voice, I like his swag. Like, I know when he said, Uh, when Lexi was like, I'm just looking for a drink, he said, We got a lot of dose. I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> He said, I don't know shit about that. When Cal came in his house and he was still so chill, he was just like, What? And he's hearing this crazy shit too, and his response was still just so mellow. I live I don't for know. it. I live for it too. When he smacked Nate up in the head with that bottle on New Year's, did you think that was a cheap shot, or would you have hit him in the head the same way? I hadn't watched season two in a while when I watched when I watched that scene, mm-hmm. so I was just kind of like, "Oh fuck, that was kind of like whoa." And then I watched season one again. And I said, that motherfucker deserved worse. He deserved it. He straight up deserved it. That bathroom scene at the New Year's party. Sorry, y'all. It's taking my breath away. And this is <laughs> fucking with me. Um, Girl, just, if you need to, get a bag. You hear me? I'm over here like wheezy. I got you. Um, call me wheezy. <laughs> oh, uh, it's um, not funny, but we got to make a wonder. We're going we to laugh in times of turmoil. 
And I want to throw out there real quick, I did not force Tara to do this, <laughs> even though she's got COVID vaccine. I mean, COVID-22. Uh, we keep in, we keep in our momentum. We keep so if momentum. I just sound a little raspy, that's what this is. That's what this um, is, yeah. So what the hell was we talking about? Oh, that bitch was hiding in that bathtub. Yo, dude, what? She banged her friends, whatever he is. And Maddie's scary. I feel like Maddie is that bitch off the grassy that would fuck you up in the hallway. <laughs> when she threw that girl's head into that hand dryer, I said, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Did you? She's going ham. She, she's going off. I kind of agreed with that, though, on her reaction to that shit. Like, what you going to do? What do you think she's going to do when it comes out and she finds out that Cassie and Nate been touching Cassie's us? kind of pissing me off, if I want to be for real. For real. Mm-hmm. She needs to take a moment, and she needs to be single for a little bit. She needs to collect herself. She's doing the fucking most. Um, she really is. She's probably my least favorite, honestly. Like, Kathy's your least favorite, <clears throat> probably. Yeah, yeah. Because she snitched. Like when the dude, when Cal came over threatening him, she just she she spilled the beans, and then she just like so emotional right now. Like it's I don't know. I think Rue she being crazy too. How did we get so far in you for it and not even mention Rue that much? You are right, because Rue Rue is one of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. But last episode, she really had me fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. And that woman that she buys drugs from is eerie as fuck. When she was like, "If I don't get my money, I'm going to sell you off to some real sketch people." I got goosebumps. It's going to be crazy, because you know she's crazy too. Because she's she just going to take the drugs. She calm, yeah. She you can't like a crackhead is a crackhead. You can't trust them, like straight up. She she definitely doing everything, man. Like that's what's crazy, dude. Is the she's fucking like heroin is like heroin, pissing me off. The, what she said no, to fucking like, all the things. Ollie, what she said to Ollie like sent me. I like wanted yeah. to fucking throw her down them stairs. And then how just I like how it showed her relationship with her sister and her family, man. That's such like it's so sad to see someone you care about just literally killing themselves so slow, mm-hmm. and you're just there, like you are there. The and she's like oh it's just a little bit of this it's a little bit of that and just how you see her out she manipulates people's emotions and their um their feelings she's gaslighting on them. she is major <clears throat> it's kind of crazy that the internet is like we don't like jewels for whatever reason and it's like Rue's really like they're all like crazy but she she's doing the most you know what i mean like she really is doing the most you want to like her but then there's no reason to like her honestly with her behavior right now you just want to fucking slap her around yeah and be like dude get your shit together like how that aa man was talking to her i know they made it so like they made it kind of like lighthearted to me a little bit for you for you honestly but when she threw that kid shit out at him yeah and that shit i was like she's really fucking crazy but not crazy but like it's real deep with her like that an addict man like they're desperate and at whatever cost they'll do what they got to do like hurt who they got to hurt and that's what's so sad when you see it of like especially with their relationship with her sister when she told her that she was going to start smoking weed to kind of have a cover for still like being on drugs mm-hmm. and you just like you see it where everybody I looked over at Ryan and i said that's literally how me and my sister used to fight yeah oh, the real dude. deal man speaking of that shit what was some crazy ass fights that you and your sister did have like Tori, she hit me in the head with a pot one time, like full swing. We dented the pot, girl. Like I was so mad, I had to immediately leave the house and go smoke cigarettes at the bowling alley. 
<laughs> it never got that violent for us. But I remember one time I did, I was real pissed. And this isn't an excuse, but I don't know if it's because I'm gay. I was like, I could really fight her because I mean, technically. Yeah, you could. Okay. But I'm still a fucking grown ass man. So we were like on the trampoline jumping and this bitch was pissing me off. So I punched her, her nose blood. Oh, you and punched the her in the out, face? I don't know. I didn't mean to like really punch her, but I think I kind of like did like a scared swoop. And, and I feel I feel bad about it to this day. But my mom came outside because my sister was screaming. She's like, "What is going on?" And I was like, "I was jumping in my arm, came out and hit her." And my sister was like, "He's lying." And I was like, "No, she's like delusional. She got hit." You was gaslighting your and sister. I gaslighted her, and I was only like seven. That's sick. Did you ever apologize? Does she know that you feel? Sorry oh, we about talk it? about this shit and joke about it all the time. She'll be like, "You remember that time I fucking knocked you into a trash can, little bitch?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, he got her revenge." I like that. That's somebody she said, oh, you want a party, huh? I'm going to show you. Our yeah. fights were the funniest like, now that we, we look at them. Oh, yeah, dude. You look back at that shit. Like, I remember one time I fought my sister over a digital camera, a fucking digital camera, <laughs> and, like, scooped a chair. Me and, like, we would throw <laughs> hands. Like, it was bad. We There's... was fist fighting. It was not no arguing. I was petty. So I remember one time my sister got into a huge fight. We lived across the hall from each other. Um, <laughs> At our mama house. <laughs> mama's house in Casco, <laughs> Arkansas. And I remember my sister trying to rearrange her room because when you live in Casco, there's nothing to fucking do. So all we did oh, was yeah. rearrange our rooms all the time. We were HGTV in that bitch. We yes. painted it ourselves. Our mom didn't know what we were doing. Renovating. <laughs> <laughs> fucking demo day. And it's fucking double lot. Yeah. Um, and so my sister's struggling to fucking rewind her TV. <laughs> it's falling on her and she's like needing help. And I look at her and I go, <laughs> and I walk off. <laughs> like a big screen. And let me see the big epoxy TVs too. Like the and the floors is made out of plywood, bitch. If she would that TV would have fell, it would have been over with. <laughs> I tried to fucking put a nail on the wall one time the and the whole time. hammer went through. I said, Stop. how the fuck am I in the bathroom now? <laughs> It'd be like that, man. It'd be like that. Shit. Oh, dude. I don't know if me and like Tori ever messed up the house terribly bad, but we just broke a lot of shit. Like we, we broke records grown. apparently. Uh, apparently. <laughs> man, dude, I remember it. It was our parents were out of town. So we was at the crib by ourselves and we had to like, we had chores and shit. And if you didn't get that stuff done, mama came in with like iron fist and what nobody trying to have that. And you know Ashley means business. She ain't playing a Yeah, boss ass bitch. She boss. probably walked in there and just her look alone made y'all uh, like roaches. You do, you do. You knew where you stood. You had to fly. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, but she also was like a very clean freak. Like the crib had to be clean, clean. And Tori wasn't pulling her weight, man. And I just clearly <laughs> pointed that out. I said, yo, they on their way back. Look at these dishes, bitch. Look at them. And she gave me lip. And so we probably was like pushing each other. And then the next thing I know, this silver apparatus, which turned out to be a macaroni pot, <laughs> smacked my ass in the head and dented this shit up. And we were like, fuck, now what do we do? We can't throw it away. So we just lied and said the dishwasher banged it up. But really, it was my face. <laughs> You're like the dishwasher fucked it up when you got two black eyes and no sideways. Yeah, dude. I don't even know. Like, I hurt myself so much back in the day and would come up with, like, the dumbest lies so I didn't get in trouble. One time, this was high school, but uh, I was in a ride 
at the car wash by the Taco Bell at Stuttgart. And them concretes were slick, yo. But we were in my <laughs> friend's car. <laughs> and I was in the middle of the back seat. I had braces. And the whoever was driving this thing goes brake check so hard that it launches me from the middle of the back seat of this Tahoe into the windshield. So my face flies up, hits the rear view mirror, and then busts this dude's windshield, like all with my face and mouth. It was fucked up, dude. And uh, (laughs) it launched me back. The person that I was with was like, oh my God. And I was just like, do I have all of my teeth? Because I can't explain that if those are not there. And so we had to come up with two lies. I had to explain why my face swole up and what the hell happened to me. And then we had to explain why the windshield was busted from the inside. You know, your guardian angel grabbed her, grabbed her fucking halo, hung it on the fucking door hook, walked outside and jumped out the fucking window. Like Joffrey on Game of Thrones. (laughs) She said, let me get this bitch by her weave. Come on. She said, you uh, know what? There's no hope. I can't. There ain't. There was some other dumb shit too. Like I remember um, that lie I told. I told my mom I fucked my face up because I was jumping on the bed and I smoked the corner of the end tape. <laughs> <laughs> it's not um, true. I'm gonna one up this and yeah, I'm gonna discuss something that I've never really told anybody because but it's hilarious. So I'm gonna go and go. Go with it. Um I started young being a fucking heathen <laughs> because I think How around old? age five, six. I found a bottle of spray paint at my grandma's house and I tagged the whole fucking tree house. All the kitchen, the doors, the barber jeep, all of it. Bitch. <laughs> and then I decided to tag the side of her house. And you know what I wrote? <laughs> what? <laughs> Ass. <laughs> what the whole world revolves around. I wrote it and it was red spray spray. It was red spray paint. I wrote ass on my grandma's house. What you Wood write What'd you write on the barbie jeep? <laughs> I just sprayed it. I sprayed everything. <laughs> um, and then I decided to proceed with my shit and just keep tagging shit, spray painting, graffiti my grandma's house. And then I got You were called. born to be an artist. I was <laughs> Banksy. I, I um, decided to reflect on my decision because I got caught. And I went back to my little desk at my house and I wrote a suicide letter. Not really a suicide letter, but I was like leaving. I was like, I can't be here anymore because this is, there's no coming back from this. You was running away? Got my ass whooped. Had to go apologize to my grandpa too. And he was like, I'm just upset you didn't finish your grandma's name. I said. <laughs> <laughs> so she had like this huge yellow spot on the side of her house where I wrote ass in perfect <laughs> cursive. <laughs> I, I, like... That's the makings of a psychopath. No, that's great. That's great. I think that was when they should have known that this little dude's got some creativity and he's going to do big things. And then look at you, like my whole wall behind you, you drew all of that, painted it all. That You wouldn't have been able to do that if you didn't start with cursive ass on your grandma's house. <laughs> See, of course I chose ass. I feel like my dad would have like asked me how long I knew I was gay. I should have been like, look at the material. I was writing ass when I was like six. <laughs> they asked me, they said, what does that word say? What does that word say? And I was like, I don't know. And they said, yeah, you do. And I said, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Kids so fucking funny, man. Kids like, are fucking shit. ridiculous. That shit. Dude, what? That's where, oh my God, this, sound, this doesn't even sound real. But there are people that could corroborate this. Tori was there. 
and we had some cousins there and we were at my grandma's house and their house was real cool, but we was little. We was probably like between eight ish to 10, that range. And they had a pool in the backyard. We'd be swimming. We'd be hanging out. We'd be doing all the cool stuff. And our grand, she had, well, this big ass bathtub with a lot of bubbles. And then it was connected to a master bathroom, but we had a fly swat and we were jumping on her bed with her bra, like swinging it around our heads for some reason. This was me, Tori, and one of our cousins. <laughs> and we would have like a whole obstacle courses through this house. So that's what was going on. But while we're swinging, the bra like flies off this flies water, hits the fan. Sound like a helicopter. Smacks into a deck, um, like mousetrap. And then we're like, oh, what, what the fuck are we going to do? So we all blast off into the other bathroom. Girl, we ripped the whole fucking shower curtain off the wall, <laughs> like the bar and everything. We was just doing rough. You got like a bunch of couple fucking Daxes running around the streets. <laughs> it don't even make no sense. We were just breaking stuff. And, uh, accidentally but oh, there was so much collateral damage that bra flew in that mousetrap i don't even know how the fuck they got that out but you know it's like they that probably fucking didn't i, I where, my hand on one when i was little i can't i and picture I can them just like so a hard. venus fly trap yeah no like that shit will take your fingers off i still don't mess with a mousetrap ew there was one time there was a mouse on the trap and i, I had nightmares for a week no like i don't like mice i don't fucking like mice either uh-uh. <laughs> No. You remember any crazy other shit that happened back in the day, like your high school days? Did you see any just buck wild shit? I seen a dude hit a coach with a fold out chair. Like WWE that shit. I want to ask who it was, but I'm not going to. Um <laughs> it was junior high. Was I remember Stuttgart, um, where we both went to school. I didn't for the last two years of my life, thank God. That had some crazy buck wild ass shit going on. Maybe and I'm gonna so tell you right I- now. They used to be fine. Do you remember all the We've bomb ever... threats that we had too? Yes. And they were like coming from Linux. <laughs> and then would they just go sit us on the football field? And I'm like, there's a bomb? Is that across like, the fucking street? At, it's like, just across the parking street. lot. Like, why can't right. we go to Taco Bell? Like, they take said, us. Oh my God. It's in the cafeteria. I was like. <laughs> Put them on the football field. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're interrupting my favorite class. But you know, that's when I also thought that like teachers, they should have, um, like you just expected more out of them. Like you thought that you, I like, I always held a teacher on like a, a higher pedestal, almost like they were not human. Like the mean girls thing where when you see them in the wild, you're like, y'all drink, I y'all my teachers drank when my mom was working at the school. I was probably sixth grade, seventh grade. I found out that one of my teachers drinks and I could never look at her in the same. That's what I'm saying. You're just like, what? You're, you're supposed to be better than us. Like, no, 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 no. Well, some of them are. Right. Oh, man. I remember one time in high school, too. uh, They called us all down. But we took a college day in, like, fucking ninth grade, which I think you can only do that when you're seniors. And we went to DeWitt. (laughs) PCCUA and DeWitt. And and then just wasted, like, the whole rest of the day. And then all the, the, like, the principal called us all down individually. And I was sitting there and he was like, you know, you can't do that. I was like, well, y'all's people allowed it. Like, why are we getting talked to? Shouldn't that be reprimanded at a higher level, bro? How was your high school experience? Let's get into that, T. Mine, let's see. It was pretty chill, I think. Like, I On a scale of one to ten. Ooh, like 
and what way do you mean? Like I didn't like um, school. So I would bearable. I like uh I'd probably say like a seven. I didn't really like school. I was good at school. Um I had good grades and stuff and I played sports probably up until what like, sports did you play play soccer and tennis um and that's one thing i like i wish the i would have done sports. more of that yeah yeah i liked that but then i quit because i was having to work and shit and do that but um yeah how was your high school experience like people i i kind of bounced around everywhere like but i didn't feel like i fit anywhere if that makes sense yeah i my stuttgart experience was absolutely uh, one on the scale yeah but then i decided to move to dewitt my last two years of school and that was probably a seven what um what made your first experience a one people are fucking brutal dude yeah like people are very rude people um, need to teach their kids that people are different and that's okay <laughs> disappear hey, for a Ryan. minute Taryn said hello. hello he said hello Taryn. did you hear yes <laughs> hello Taryn. hello <laughs> Because I don't want to interrupt. Now do a little wave. No, wait, do a little wave now. Hello, hello. Yeah, this lighting's like way better. Yeah, it's getting dark too. That's, yeah, Stuttgart was terrible. People are shit though. That's probably like why I would say my experience wasn't higher than it was. Is just because like people really were rude. I don't know. I don't know. think I ever had a real true, true friend in Stuttgart. There's mm. people now that I talk to, some, like some people that I'm like, oh, we were cool then, but. I mean, people are fucking brutal, dude. I remember there was a lot of people that were like, are you a boy or a girl? See, I was just going to say, I bet you dealt with so much ignorance. It's unreal, especially because you did have a different lifestyle in a, in a place. One where you're like, you know how you are, <laughs> but everybody else is trying to question you like that. <laughs> <coughs> I'm so sorry. He, are you drinking a Corona? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you bitch. I- um i have a michelob okay i thought oh, it was sorry. a corona i was about to be like the irony of this shit it's about to take both our breaths out but no but that place be, people people are not like accepting it's a different lifestyles. yeah now when i went to dewitt i was like new year new me and people were real accepting because i was like out fully when out did when you come out um i really didn't my one of my best friends at the time when i was gone to mcgee so i had a friend of mcgee that we hung out like every weekend i would leave dewitt school I'm going out with her. She's lit. And um, when I was gone, there was some sketchy shit going on. I didn't like the way I was treated by somebody. So I sent like, I should have called, but I sent like this long ass fucking message. Like a paragraph. And a lot of shit I should have kept to myself. But the friend at that time proceeded, not the one in McGee, the other one. Yeah. Proceeded to go to my dad's and tell him. What a bummer situation on that, dude. <laughs> and I was there and I was like, it was around my birthday too. Cause I was like. My dad texted me and said, um, I need you to come home immediately, like right now. So-and-so is here. And I just got told this, this, and this. Like, you need to come home. And what I was like, that- homegirl just bought me a cake. We're going to celebrate my birthday. He was like, no, you need to come home. What did that person, like, did they ever come back and say, um, I'm very no. sorry for that? Dude, like, I can't even um, imagine. And then my cousin told my mom. <laughs> oh. That's well, so they kind of did the dirty work for me, though. I was just just about to say, was that easier for you that like someone else kind of broke the ice and maybe gave news that you couldn't give? Uh, My mom, I was kind of disappointed because I was like, yeah, I felt more of a connection there with that situation. My dad, I was like, that was kind of like a bandaid that someone else ripped off of me. 
Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> the situation's shitty as fuck. I would have liked to have talked to him. But I'm like, it's kind of like a unique situation where I'm not forgiving them for that, though. That's that, some bullshit. Yeah, I was about to say, that's something, like, you, you said it in a much nicer way than me, but I feel like that's super disrespectful. I won't say I won't forgive them for that, because it's that was what, 10 years ago, but I will say that's, that's some shit that you can't come back from. Yeah, um, yeah. That's a new level. But no, like, that ain't cool at all. Something great, I mean, something good came out of it, because yeah. my dad was like, I would have never thought, and I was like, oh, I got 50 Lady Gaga posters in my room. <laughs> <laughs> And everything okay. I say is like is like hello with no I'm just kidding. But it's, no, I mean he was he was cool. I mean and he was like, This is news to me because I grew up where it was like not like yeah. that. Yeah. And it really I, I think that's like the you see that a lot in that environment down there, just because people don't you don't see it too much. Like I remember mm-hmm. I had a friend that came to me and I don't even think he came out in high school. It was a little bit after, like we had probably just graduated. And like that has absolutely never mattered to me on any level. If I love you, like I love you, whatever mm-hmm. you gonna be the homie, no matter what happens. Right. And when he came out, it was crazy to see these people and specifically dudes, but um, like that had been his friend. And then this one thing changed and then they treated him like garbage. And it was absolutely crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? To me, it's like, so fucking weird. I don't you like look it. suspicious when you get so pissed off like that. Like, what's it hurting? Mm. You're not and hurting I nobody. Know, you know, I guarantee I you this person don't want to flirt with you. No. And that's where it's like, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's the level of them feeling like they've been lied to or whatever. But it's like, it. it I don't understand that response either. Where I don't understand just, that response in a lot of shit, though. Mm-mm. I am no. happy to see this represented in a lot more media though and a lot more like shows and a lot more like we're getting comfortable like we got yeah. a full ass switching back to euphoria we have a full ass lead almost lead she, I mean what would you say like second character oh Jules oh Jules yeah fully yeah. trans on the show in the show and in real life yeah and they like they talk about them in the show the representation yeah. is like saving some people's lives Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think that that's a major thing to bring attention to and information and just regardless of what anybody identifies as or whatever their preference is, it's like, you got to look at human to human, like we Mm -hmm. all just people here. And that's the main thing. Like, let's be good to one another. Don't make someone else's day fucking harder by being an asshole. Like Mm -hmm. treat people with respect and decency in any situation. And I think that that would just make us all better humans. But for some reason, it's like if someone's a little different than Mother Nature said, I love drama. It's a major bitch. Like what? Major. Major. Um, And to anyone that has not watched Euphoria yet, I will give a disclaimer. It's very out there. Watch it. It's major out there. And I'll come in behind that and be like all on Sundays too. But 90 Day Fiance watch that shit let's talk about it i want to pillow mm-hmm. talk it and then um the righteous gemstones holy smokes dude oh, you sent me that last night yeah so what is that it, about it is a like uh, it's danny mcbride the dude from eastbound and down so his humor is kind of different but it's mm. really funny it is about the gemstone family and it's kind of like a religious comedy but there is so much shit that happening it's like these people have this super church pretty much and 
they are just supposed to be these godly people, but then they're doing like some crazy ass shit. So worth the watch. Docker. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's worth the watch. Definitely check that out. What y'all having for dinner? We are doing a pork lawn. Pork lawn with what sides? Mashed potatoes and green beans. That sounds we went so and bought fire. All of our shit to meal prep. So we've already meal prepped for the week. Because so we're getting serious this time. I bought my workout program. I signed up for my yoga. Yeah, it's on. It's feels so good. Like I can't wait to have the energy and like feel better to get back into doing what I was doing. Yeah, man, this just ain't it. I feel like I've been the biggest bum since I've been sick, and I've just been like laying around. It sucks. It sucks. Me being me, when I found out I had it, I was pissed, super fucking pissed. And then I was like, oh shit, I do get like a week off though, and I get paid for. So let me just live my life See. so I stayed at home but then after day three you're just kind of like fuck off right. like that's I had right. a headache Which... for all seven days yes. full headache could not taste or smell anything Ryan was in the bed because his was his symptoms were three times worse than mine were I know mine were pretty it, bad isn't that crazy how different that shit is like mine will come mm-hmm. and go I had like super bad congestion for the first like two or three days and then um like that kind of went away and then it'll be bad when I wake up in the mornings. But, uh, dude, it's like you'll feel better for a little bit. And then it'll be like just smack you like a freight train again. And feeling like shit. Yeah. You truly bre- breast. <laughs> blessed with the like taste and smell though. Cause oh, dude, that would have been wild, man. For anyone so- that doesn't have COVID, the taste and smell thing. The smell thing is weird, but it feels like your sinuses are like on fire. The whole time it felt like my nose was on fire. And then the taste, anything I ate tasted like salt straight salt like i like i poured i sucked the flavor out of something and just poured doused it in salt it's so weird man i was hearing a lot or like reading on people's symptoms and stuff and so many said that they always smelled like a cigarette smell after that mm-hmm. like that is wild and then i was reading a lot of stuff where everything tasted rotten a lot of things to me taste well not a lot of things now but some things now taste like bleach Ooh, like a chemical thing. Like I love tropical flavors, like tropical like Skittles, tropical like the Red Bull tropical one. Um, if I drink that, it tastes like bleach. That sucks. See, it just trying to take all the joy out the house. We gonna make your snacks taste like shit. Mm. Oh, the disrespect, the damn disrespect. That's a fucking bummer. Any <laughs> any other situation, girl? Ooh, with that type of shit. I feel like the accuracy of euphoria is, it's not 100% accurate because people aren't that buck wild. I mean, they probably are now. Right. But um, I like the shit that they represent because I'm like, high school's a fucking bitch. It's, it was weird, man. That's where it's like, I don't Especially if like, we went folks. to like suck art. So we, we, our graduation class was like 100. Imagine like fucking being where they're at, where they're like, mm. they're gl- like, I know when I moved to Fayetteville, and I worked at the coffee shop on meet people that just freshly graduated or whatever. And we were just talking about school and stuff. And they were like, there was people in my graduating class I'd never met before. Because that yeah. was that big of a class. Oh, yeah. Like that couple thousand. But that, yeah, the, that would be way different, like, situationally. And I think that's why you see so many people when they have kids, like, kind of rush to the suburbs. is so your kids aren't growing up in crazy ass shit like that. But the uh, the access to things now with how like social media is would just be wild 
for a kid. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause now it's like, you can be in a small town and you can get drugs like that, or you can fucking party like that, whatever you're doing just yeah. with being able to have the reach through like Instagram or Snapchat, stuff like that, which is crazy. Like, uh-uh. crazy. and like that, what, what these teenagers doing on TikTok like that? Like what, what? I have never, and probably I know I will never download a TikTok. Me neither. Like I, see I don't the, see the hype. Dude, I, I was watching, speaking of hype, that hype house shit on Netflix because all I've had time to do is do that. And literally every single influencer on there is fucking depressed, anxious. Like they got all the shit that and you cringe. think you want for that. And all of them are miserable. It If you're into that or your aspiration is to be an influencer, no shame, no shade. But check that out because it ain't all it's cracked up to be. You sent me that and I, I turned it on that day you sent it to me and I was like, I have nothing else to fucking do. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Uh, then you sent Nikita Dragon and I was like, I'll fuck with it because, you know. We I love, love her. But also, too, I was like, this, I was, these motherfuckers are over here depressed because they didn't get likes. Exactly. But that's because all of fucking likes. Their whole existence is based on someone else's approval, though. Like those people, if you snatched away that attention, they would not fucking function like straight up. That's why they're fighting so hard to remain relevant, because that's where like when it's based on something like approval like that, Mm -hmm. it's going to be inevitable. You're going to be replaced in five minutes by another fucking TikToker, especially when it's all based on looks, which so much much of that really was like the one dude that was a gamer on there. He was like, all I'm really known for is dancing without a shirt and him just being cute. And then like more of his What do you do three years from there when the next person that dances without a shirt gets the interweb? That's it. And you're, you ain't even, and you know, they're not saving this fucking money because they got fucking mansions and fucking. (laughs) (laughs) They're crazy, man. Like they touching some money, but they blow through some big money too. There's some people out there. And if you're listening, that's what you do. Do it. But I'm going to let you know right now, I don't fucking understand. I need to like wrap my head around it because I don't, I don't, I don't know. And I, I don't it's know, so fucking, weird. And it started like little dances. That's what I think about. And now I'm like, damn, dude, I know grown ass folks doing that shit. And I'm like, so y'all just really setting your camera up in the middle of the motherfucking Walmart aisle and just TikTok dancing for what? You need to, you need to follow influencers in the wild on Instagram. <laughs> And these people are recording people doing shit like that. And it's the funniest thing. Because that'd be like at the beach, like, just like. (laughs) It's so weird to me, man. It is so weird to me because they're never even in the moment for anything. Like, all you're trying to do is get content. And it's fucking weird to me. I read somewhere not too long ago. They were like, uh, which I'm I'm very much like this. Not trying to own for it. But um, they were like, when you're at places, like, if you go to fucking, um, burning man or you go to a concert that you've been like dying to go yeah. for put the fucking phone away yes like i've I seen underst- gaga twice and i think i recorded two minutes of it because i'm like what the fuck am i doing sitting here recording it yes what am i sitting here recording it what am i sitting here like doing all that what the fuck what what what's the point yeah no i chose a couple to pictures. get fucked up and dance to this music and make a fool of myself and scream and have the experience which is what it's about but you can't do that when you're trying to like do all this other bullshit mm-hmm. and it's crazy like i like so much of tiktok bleeds over into like my youtube but i just i don't even understand like maybe it'll bleed into I'm, my instagram and yeah. some of it i'm not gonna lie some of that shit it is, is hilarious funny. it's so funny but it's hit or miss and i'm like 
just give it to these people that are literally killing, like making me fucking laugh. Other than that, I don't think care. The, the gold shit on there is super funny. I have been watching a lot of this girl. I've, she's so good. Uh, but she's Queen Leora. She does um, like frontals, lace front wigs, mm-hmm. all this stuff. But her commentary, y'all, I live. I think I live. I've seen that. I know you have. She's got like millions of views, but. If you haven't, Queen Leora, she is so, so funny. If you like to watch girls get their hair done and shit like that, which I watch a lot of that kind of stuff. The TikTok dances make me cringe. <laughs> I'm not trying to cover for anybody, but they fucking do. But it's so but weird. Then- you know, I thought it was weird too when everybody was doing that red light, like silhouette thing. And there were professional photographers coming forward and being like, yo, it's so easy to drop that filter and you just have your nudes out then. Because so many people were doing Wait, that. Wait, what naked. was it? the tiktok thing where they did like the red light shadow or oh whatever. yes the silhouette thing yeah it looks cool but then it was like so many people can just manipulate these pictures and i got on twitter twitter's rough twitter twitter. <laughs> twitter man twitter's rough and like i told you last episode that i can get off into some crazy shit i got onto one of those silhouette ones and my eyes were like People out here buck wild. That's what I'm saying. And it's like, do you think that, because I get it, if you're getting paid, do what? Oh, no. I said no judgment, by the way. No, no. But it's like, do you think that they're going to regret oversharing some of the things that people share, like their body or stuff like that? Like just all of the stuff that you're putting out. Do you think at any point you're like, I wish I wouldn't have put so much of myself out there? Mm, I don't think they are. I think maybe a select group, but I don't yeah. think they are. Because we're in such a date, like the day and age that we are in, like right now, this is normal. Mm-hmm. I guess but so. I'm also not, I don't get into like social media that much. The last thing I fucking posted was when the Black Lives Matters movement was going on. Yeah. That's the last thing I posted on my Instagram. That oh, was two yeah. Years ago. I don't fuck with Instagram like that either. And I know that so many people love that shit. And it's a very visual thing too. Like it's, it, and it all looks so filtered. Like I was just looking at something the other day and it was that Khloe Kardashian thing where like everybody was just coming for her and all, she was just posting a the picture hand. in her car. The hand. <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean, but yeah, the hand did look like Voldemort. I mean, it did look crazy, but it's like, damn, man. Like it's literally kicking a woman that's already down ooh, and like ooh, just ooh. ripping her to shreds. I don't, I don't, I don't stamp that. I don't like it. Perfect example. So since we're talking about euphoria, Sydney Sweeney, her name, Cassie. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. trending on Twitter for being ugly. And Cassie? she made a live video talking like just bawling, just kind of like, See? I don't know why people are so mean. And I'm like, she's literally the most flawless one on the fucking show. She's and people, stunning. People had like that's a hater, man. You do like it's like if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say shit. And that goes for that getting type of fucking on- shit. That's where, like, a lot of people, um, I know Joe Rogan's been, like, tearing up Spotify right now, but that didn't even, I was listening to an interview the other day, and he was interviewing a Canadian psychologist who was talking about trying to get off drugs and, like, uh, barbiturate Xanax, stuff like that, but he was saying, like, how the medicine helped him, and then just his kind of issues with what all was going on and stuff like that, but he specifically said in that interview that he didn't read the comments to things, and he really thought that that helped his mental health, talking about Joe Rogan, because people, like, they're always going to have an opinion, but you shouldn't always voice your opinion, and it's like, the it, people that That's are so mean, right, fucking there. yeah, 
dude, it's like, if you scroll on by, like you, if you don't like something, keep fucking walking. You don't have to sit there and just tear people down like that shit. Right. There's a real human behind that. And that's yeah. where like that Chloe Kardashian thing, like, yeah, it's her hand, but I'm like, shit, dude, she just came from like all this other Tristan Thompson stuff. People already talking all People their don't shit. Care. People no. do not fucking care. People and are I, brutal. That's when like Dave Chappelle said that same shit about Twitter and like his friend Daphne that was trans and like her own community bullied her so bad for supporting somebody that thought different that they said, like he said, I'm sure there's more of the story that she took her own life from that. And it's like, that's fucking crazy to think about that shit, man, that people just get on the internet and talk you, their shit. And it's like, for what? Don't think about the consequences. So like you, you, I think you mentioned the Dave Chappelle comedy thing to me. And then, um, you know how my views are. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I want something funny. He's not not funny. I, I, yeah. I haven't heard anything from him in like years and years and years and years and years. So I was like, I'm just going to watch it. Um, some things I was just kind of like, whoa. But some of it I was like, if you fucking listen to what he's saying, he's fucking making sense. And if yeah. I get, which I'm like, it's probably not going to happen if it does happen. If I get attacked for saying that. Uh, that's where because a lot of the shit that he was saying what did make fucking sense and the daphne story broke my fucking heart i was bawling yeah dude and that's where i was like i really didn't understand why people were going for him so hard but and that's where i'd want to know if they watch the full content or if you're just going off of context of what he said in his past which if you take that into account we've all said some fucking crazy shit shit Mm -hmm. we shouldn't have said things you feel bad about but it's like to be an adult and to actively just be mean and so ugly online and then it's like your kids see this like there there is a fucking digital copy of everything you're doing out there and it's and, there forever yeah and then you're like people wonder why their kids are being bullied well it's like look at what your fucking parents are doing bro like they're sitting there talking cash money shit on twitter or fucking mm-hmm. doing crazy shit on instagram like it is bananas yeah i, that, I don't um, subscribe to it no, I don't either. And that Daphne story, well, a lot of, uh, quite a few of the things that he said kind of like stood out to me. One thing in particular was, uh, I don't, and don't quote me on this because I don't know if this was exactly right, but he was just mentioning how us, the gay community, are supportive of a lot of people until it doesn't benefit them. And then the white comes out is what he was saying. I, I don't know if I, if I said that right. But he no, was like, no, I know what you mean, like the context of it. Yeah. And you until agree with that? Become, until, well, until he said until they need to be white. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I see the fucking toxic shit all over Instagram, uh, the way, um, and I don't want to sound a certain way. I don't want to sound like, honestly, I don't give a fuck. The way these people that are on social media that are gay, that are, they're very attractive, very, you know, popular, the way they treat the rest of the gay community that's, you know, very different than that. I'm not saying they're not attractive. I don't, I don't find anyone, I don't just look at people and be like, damn, they're not attractive. The Unless people that are outside steady. of the pretty bubble. Everybody yeah. knows what a pretty bubble is. The yeah. social standard yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Um, the way they treat these people is fucking, what's the word I'm looking for? It's fucking brutal. I say mm-hmm. brutal a lot. Let me try to find another word. Fucking disgusting. Yeah. It's, it's super <laughs> And he had a fucking dude. point. He had a point. I mean, I ain't going to get too deep into this because yeah. I ain't trying to have this shit backfire on me. But I'm going to say some of the stuff he did say, he had a fucking valid point. Yeah. And that's where it's like, I didn't understand why people were trying to cancel it that special specifically. Cause he, in my opinion, man, he's one of the greats. Like he is the fucking great, 
He's so funny and he has such a like knowledge of stuff. And I definitely don't think that it's coming from a place of hate um, because he does like educate a little bit while he's doing mm-hmm. his comedy and everything is wrapped up with Some a of sense those- of humor, which I think you can approach a very serious topic Absolutely. and do it with a sense of humor. And we can all meet on that. Like that's a universal thing laughing together. You know what I'm saying? Before everybody like started wigging out and fucking hating on each other which that's not normal behavior. And I don't know if that stemmed from social media because it's like these people get online and say shit that they would fucking never say to your face. Like you would get your jaw fucking rock talking to me Mm -hmm. like that. Like Mm -hmm. what makes you think that you can get online and just talk to complete strangers like that? It's fucking fucking bananas. Because social media will give you a fucking armor that you think is an armor. It ain't that. Because especially during like, uh, what's it called? Fuck even think during the during the election election that brought I'm not gonna the get worst too deep in so into this. people it brought the fucking worst out in me and i was ready to fucking fight folks for some shit that i really ain't that like you ain't that pressed i about. don't get deep political like that no. but i think i just saw shit that triggered me and i was just like i need to back the fuck off i need to back off i need to back out because i'm losing friendships some of them i'm okay with some of them i'm not because i got too fucking heated and i was yeah. just like no one right now is making any sense in general anyway but because see, there's so much fucking tension there's so yep. much fucking anger that we we can't collectively i don't get into this shit no more i don't get into the news i don't get into anything i'm like you can't agree it. and that's where it's like they were playing on an emotional state of everybody everybody's freaked the fuck out rightfully so with covid you've got people that are shut in their house in these major cities man like people are tense and then when you have the media and everything going on and both sides clashing like that and, and you're just all you're seeing is that it was it's, a huge melting pot of just fucking destruction because and it's so unfortunate to see that shit though because I, I definitely think that like we can all ha- educate each other and like talk to one another about major shit like this and i think we're all more alike than we are different as humans Mm -hmm. and they want to push down our throat that we can't get along like we're divided and that's where it's going to be our downfall like you have to you can't do that shit it got super scary there for a minute and i was just like i can't watch it like ryan he's very he gets very into politics he like watches like debates and everything and there was a point where i was like i can't watch it I was like, I'm going to be on my phone or I'm going to go in the next room. I just, I can't, I, the energy is fucking with me because I get one little word or one little saying, I'll sit there and get fucking beat red pissed and, people, and I'm ready to fucking go off. And I'm just like, that's a mix of like, also being like, if you sit in the house, stressed, all this other stuff, yeah. the fucking environment. Like I was like, this is not for me. It's not doing anything for me, but I'm just no. like fucking causing problems. I'm looking crazy. I need to fucking back off and just fucking do something else and that's where it's like i I definitely agree with you like unless you're with somebody that you can have civil discourse with and talk about that um i don't even want to engage in a conversation because most of the time like i'll watch things and people talk in their politics and stuff and when they're in these discussions like they don't even hear each other's points it's literally like a, a situation where i'm just waiting to talk my my knowledge my point of view Mm-hmm. and you're not actively like going to change anyone's mind you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying unless they're mm-hmm. really there with an open mind and looking at you and they're like you know tell me about like what what do you see what what kind of world do you want to leave and what kind of world do you want to live in and until people can like have those conversations without such emotional draw to it 
I think mm-hmm. we're fucking spinning our wheels, man. And I think it's going to get a lot worse. Like it's, it's crazy. crazy. It's going to get a lot worse. But then if you look back in history, it's been worse, worse. Oh, so but see, that's this where is it's all like, a part of it. History I mean, repeats itself and we ain't trying to go back itself, yeah. and relive the same shit that our ancestors and people and we before can't erase through. history that's Fuck another no. thing i want to spit out there we can't erase it it's, it's there for a reason learn from it yeah and that's all i'm going to say about that dun, dun, dun. so what you expecting to happen back to euphoria this episode what do you think I, I think they're gonna touch on lexi's story a little bit more do you think it'll be her week i haven't like spoofed anything or like looked at anything i um i think it'll be her week i think I think the finale is going to be based, well, maybe not based around this, but I think this play she's putting on is going to be a huge part of the show. You think that'll be the finale? And I think it's going to cause a lot of shit. I don't know. Maybe not the finale, but I think it's going to cause a lot of shit. I I think um, Maddie's going to get herself into some trouble because of the tape. I don't feel like there's that big bullshit anymore with Fez and Cal anymore, but I think there's going to be some big bullshit with Cal and Rue. Because now she's got that fucking $10,000 suitcase full of fucking drugs from his drug dealer. We will see. We will see. I can't even begin to think of what my speculations will be. Girl Hollywood up in my lap. Hey, girl. She's over here hitting the mic, all this shit. Um, I can't wait to see what it's going to be about, though. I can't either. Hell yeah. Well, I'm going to get to some dinner. We Have we covered all our topics? I think we did a phenomenal job covering our topics. Watch Euphoria on Sundays at nine o'clock Eastern time. Is it Eastern time? <laughs> Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. Um, Eastern Chicago Standard. and your little thing. There you go. And then go um, immediately over to TLC and hit mm-hmm. that 90 day fiance. And, and let's have a conversation. Yeah. Watch some true life. I want to see that adult baby shit again. Yes. Yes. Put your diaper on and do your little dance. All and right. Again. Every time, send us what you want to what you wanted to talk about. We last episode we talked about trauma or not trauma. We talked about um, just like all this. Sh- what y'all wanted us to talk about? Toxic and that shit popped shit. off. Toxic shit. And then like y'all loved it. People loved yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Let us know. Let us know. Find us on social media wherever you find us or tripped out and crazy at gmail.com. Send us any ideas or talking points. We'd love to communicate with you guys. And, and before we get ahead. off here, I'm going to say I'm so happy you are healthy right now. And yes, it has not gotten bad. And I'm thank so happy you. that we got to talk. And I'm so excited for what's coming next. Yeah. Tripped out and crazy, y'all. Find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Bye. Bye. Bye.